So one of the things we wanted to do as I was sharing last night is clarifying more. We want to take a little bit of time today because we are, we are going to use the workbook and go through it, but wanted to approach it a little differently this retreat, not just to kind of go through it like probably have in the past, just, you know, journaling and writing things out or, you know, maybe asking yourself questions or a partner or something, but taking it a little deeper and before going into any kind of exercise this afternoon with any of it, we wanted to take a little bit of time and discuss and have a little bit more of an open question and answer time as well around that because I know a lot of how we wrote the, the book out, it's not just one specific question, it's often quite a few. Just like the application of a laugh, I've got the laugh workbook open here too, that there's quite a few questions in there just right off the, the bat right there. It says, what are you protecting or defending or trying to control in yourself or in others? Because don't you often try to control other people? But it's coming from a place within yourself. And so a lot of this, I put all these words here to try to stir all the different possibilities or ideas of what it is we're doing and why we're doing that. So if we go on, it says, is it your feelings, your beliefs, your self-images or expectations or desires? And remember, it's all inside of you. Is it fear or judgment? All these things that create separation. So we want to really begin to look at going deeper into the process. And that's what the retreat is about, is to go deeper into the process. And so even in the LAF workbook, the questions there are meant to stir us to go deeper. We don't want to just keep doing the surface or the superficial stuff. We really want to take it to that next level. And just like we were sharing last night, that often means we've got to take a good look at ourselves and start getting really honest with what it is that is running inside of ourselves. What are we doing? Because ultimately, we're really just doing it to ourselves. No matter what we're doing out here in the world or trying to do with others or situations or things, it's really what we're trying to do in ourselves. All of our behaviors, all of our patterns, all of our belief systems, feelings, fantasies, desires, are all within ourselves, and there's always a reason why we're trying to do what we're trying to do. Yeah, we can sum it up with the word karma. That's just too vague, though. The soul is made in the image of God to be loving and creative. We're talking about the truth of who we are, of learning how to be. It's not even learning. We are loving and creative. But in this world of separation, we've lost sight of that. So what we're doing here in this pathway is attempting to regain once again the truth of what that is. We're in the process of awakening to that. Meditation is obviously the key. That's our main focus in what we teach and do here in ILM. But a lot of the times, what do we do in meditation? Oh, we'll lose focus, start to wander, go to sleep, think about this, fantasize about that. So then we're not really meditating, are we? So it takes focus, yes, on God, on loving. But even in that, sometimes we'll even use our time in meditation to avoid what's running inside of us. Anybody here do that? I know I have. I'm going to go meditate so I don't have to look at this. I'll just focus on loving God and not have to do anything else. If only I could just meditate all the time and not have to do anything in the world, it would be so much easier. <laughs> not really. 
meditation helps to open the doors so that we can awaken to God and get in touch with that. But remember, we're also reawakening to the true creativity. What the soul is made for, for loving and to be creative. So in this world, we're really learning about our creativity, the positive and the negative. But in this world, because there's so much fear, judgment, shame, guilt, all the good stuff that comes with this world. When I say world, I don't mean just earth. I mean the whole physical creation from the etheric level down. Just so you guys know that whenever Jim and I say about the world, we literally mean all of the time and space creation. That means the etheric level, the mental level, the causal level, the astral level, and the physical level, just to be clear with that. So we've got a lot to walk through. It was a long journey just down into this body, and it's a bit of a journey back. The nice thing is it's a lot quicker on the return home because we've already walked the journey back down into this, I mean, not back down into, but into this creation. And all we're doing now is turning around to basically walk back the same way we came. So all we're doing is remembering that path that we took down into this creation. We're just turning around and now retracing our footsteps right back up into the soul. That's all we're doing. But in that process, we've forgotten, we've fallen asleep. We've buried and covered a lot of our footsteps, our tracks, our past life memories, feelings, this and that. On our way down out of spirit, we learned about creativity. On our way back, we're now claiming all that which we've created. Ooh, good quote. On our way down, we learned about our creativity. On our way back, we're reclaiming all that we created. That's why a lot of this really is, people think of letting go and getting rid of. It's really a claiming and bringing to. And that's often the hard part, because when it comes to our negative creations, those things that are uncomfortable or disturbing, we want to get as far away as, from those as we can. We don't want to claim them and bring them back into ourselves. Can you take the very things that you hate and fear and say, I love you and I bring you back into myself? Well, that's really what we need to do to make ourselves whole and complete. This action of separation, what we've done, is scattered our focus throughout all of this creation of time and space. And so we're now going through all this creation of time and space, recollecting, gathering all those different pieces we've scattered to the wind. Every thought we've had, every feeling we've had, every imagination, every physical lifetime, we have placed a spark of our soul there to give it life. If you guys remember over the years, Jim sharing about the shards in the Jewish pathway, they talk about the lost shard, reclaiming the shard. Well, that's what that is. It's, it's just the divine spark, just like the soul is a spark of God. Well, in our creativity, we create many sparks. A lot of sparks come out of us. They look literally like balls of light, like stars, the starry night sky. The movement of our loving can literally look like all these stars that we have scattered throughout creation. And each one of those stars is the life of our soul 
that is in this creation and everywhere we have placed that life essence, we have given life to some thought form, to some emotion, to some imagination, and to some physical body lifetime. And so in this pathway of liberation, as we're going now back through the realms, back into spirit, we, in retracing our footsteps, are now reclaiming all those sparks that we have scattered throughout creation. And all we're doing is walking through and picking it up. Oh, there's a piece of me I left way back whenever. Come on home. Oh, there's a piece of me and all that darkness and negativity that I created. Oh, come on home. That's all we're doing. In meditation, through the grace of God, God broad sweeps and strokes to bring a lot of it home. But the little trail that God leaves us of the breadcrumbs that we're to follow back in that pathway back up into spirit, those are the breadcrumbs we're meant to pick up. You've often heard us say, you do your 10%, God will walk with you in the 90. That 90% is the spiritual journey. God takes care of that. You do your 10%, the meditation on the sacred name, two and a half hours a day, God will handle the other 90. That leaves you just 10%. Well, that 10% are the trail of breadcrumbs, as I called it. Those are the pieces for you to pick up because in every single one of those pieces, breadcrumbs, sparks, there's the fulfillment of our learning, of our creativity. We're made in the likeness of God and we're learning to be creators. And so in order to fulfill or learn from our creativity and what we've created, is we have to reclaim it. And once we reclaim it and bring it back to ourselves, the lesson is fulfilled. In the image, whether it's a thought form, a feeling form, the imaginational form, or the form of a body, that which we reclaim that divine spark from, then does dissolve. It goes back into the nothingness from which it's come. It's all an illusion, as you've heard us say in here. It's all an illusion. Even these bodies are an illusion. As soon as the divine spark is lifted out of this body, the body dies. And over time, it just goes back into the earth. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And so the same thing happens for all that that we've fantasized about in our imagination, all the feelings we have, all the belief systems, all those things we think about. As we remove that life essence out of them and reclaim it back to the soul, the true us, all that that it animated or gave life to dissolves. It's like a cloud in the sky. At some point, the cloud just disperses. That's how these karmic energy fields look. If you've had dreams or any inner experiences, some of you know and have had that experience where literally something right before you disappears, poof, just gone, just like that. That's what happens when we really now reclaim our loving. All we've done is placed our loving out here, and all we're now doing is bringing our loving back to here. Even though I know I, we point a lot to the heart, I really mean the spiritual heart, the soul. But in spirit, sometimes you'll experience it. When you see your own inner light, you may see it coming from what looks like the heart chakra if we are to compare it to the physical, but in spirit it's actually different. It's the soul itself. 
it's just, you know, more tiring to lift my hand that high. It's just easier just to go like this. <laughs> so we literally are reclaiming all that we've created. Really, we're not reclaiming what we created. We are reclaiming our life essence. And that which we created with that, as it drops away, the wisdom, the truth, the knowing, the understanding comes back to us within that light of soul itself. You can't take it with you, but what you do take with you is the wisdom and understanding and truth that you've experienced through your journey as a soul, through all of this creation. The whole tree of knowledge of good and evil, the whole tree, this whole physical creation and all these levels. It's quite amazing if you knew how grand and how long the process has been. We won't talk about that. But in a blink of an eye, it gets done and complete. And so all we need to concern ourselves with is that action of completing and fulfilling that which we've come in here to do. Everybody asks, well, what's my purpose? Your purpose is to fulfill who you are. That's it. Well, who am I? Good question. Where did I come from? And where am I going? Well, the, those two questions, where did I come from, where am I going, same answer. But it also has many answers because we need to, in a sense, account for all that we've come through and all that we're going to go back through back to our true home. And so as we do these LAF processes, meditation and all the spiritual work here, that's it in a nutshell. But in order to fulfill that, we need to truly pay attention and we need to begin to claim. What's another way of saying claiming? Accept. We need to accept that which we've created so that we do gain the wisdom and the fulfillment from all that we have participated in. That includes our fears. In this world, it's positive, negative. It's darkness and light. It's fear. It's love. We've got to reclaim all that. So that means we've also got to be willing to look down in the depths of darkness to go to those fears. It's often the story of the pearl of great price. Or some of you eating at the Chinese restaurants and you see the dragon chasing the pearl. Well, that's what we're doing. That pearl is that divine essence of our soul that we've placed in this creation. And so we're retrieving all the pearls which end up being pearls of wisdom as we reclaim them because that's the fulfillment of the lesson. As we have put that out, so it shall return complete and fulfilled. But that's our responsibility. So when we talk about taking responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions, this is more detail of what we mean when we say that, of reclaiming. That reclaiming is taking responsibility for all your thoughts and feelings and your actions and reactions. Well, how do I reclaim this? It's like air. It's even more fine than air, the essence of the soul. It's light. 
Well, that's where the grace comes in because it is not an action you can do through the ego or the mind. It is only done through the soul. And the soul is loving. So we have to move into that loving in order for the work to get done. So obviously we always start the day with meditation to begin with loving. And then we want to carry that throughout the day through all the processes, exercises, anything we do. No matter what it is we do or how we do it, it's always for the same reason. And sometimes it helps to have a little more understanding of what we're doing and why we're doing it and the how to do that. And that's what we're trying to cover here. Now, even with all that I said, it's still kind of general, but I tend to talk in more general, simple terms in hopes that each of you can grasp it in your own way to begin to apply it. That's where Jim's great with all the stories. He gives specific stories. I'm not quite the storyteller like that, but that's where I look to you to fill in with your life experience. What is your example? That's why we have the Q&A time so that you can take what we're sharing here and begin to apply it to your life and ask the questions so you have the understanding what that looks like, sounds like, feels like, what's the experience spiritually, physically, astrally, all the different levels. So before we go into any laugh workbook exercise this afternoon, we wanted to take a little bit of time to actually offer some clarity or understanding, especially, I'm gonna say, just on the application of laugh, that first page. In fact, if you would open up your laugh workbooks to that, because we wanna get a little bit more specific here so that you really do understand and can grasp so it's not just vague and general and you're just going through the motions. We want to be conscious and attentive in that reclaiming action because that attention we give to that reclaiming is also another way to say it of empowering ourselves. You have to consciously choose and reclaim that to re-empower yourself. You just walk through the motions, yeah, I'm just doing it because these guys say to do it. Okay, I'm here, I'm just, you know, hanging out with everybody because it's nice to get away from my life for a little while. Well, that's true too. <laughs> but while we're here, why not utilize it and truly empower ourselves? And it's not hard, that's the funny thing. This stuff is not hard. It can literally be as simple as saying, you know what, okay, I judge that and you know what, I acknowledge that and I reclaim that. I'm not a horrible person because of that. Or if I think I am, you know what? I accept I'm a horrible person. Well, maybe that's true for you. Maybe you are horrible. I bet I've got you beat though. <laughs> but I say these things because we've gotta be willing to go to any extent. If that's how you really feel or believe in the moment, well, remember honoring our time together? Honor yourself. If your truth in this moment is, I hate myself, I'm a lousy, rotten person, then claim it. What's so bad about that? Maybe you're an awesome, lousy, horrible person and you're so good at it, you need to perfect it to fulfill it. It's a different way of looking at it, isn't it? Well, that's really often the case. 
Because what do we do? We judge it, we fear it, and so we create separation and push it away, which causes a split in our own consciousness. So we have to reclaim all those things that we have pushed away and split within ourselves. Yep, oh my God, there's that awful, horrible person that I am or I was. I bring that back to me, and I love that too. I truly love how terrible I am. As I look at Jim, I truly love how rotten you are. <laughs> but we have to go to that level. Even though it looks like I'm making jokes, I really mean it. The funny thing is, when you actually do it, there's always laughter. That's why I like it when people get the jokes and you laugh a little bit, because really that is just being that honest where you claim, no matter how good or bad it is, you claim all of it. You've got to claim all of it to fulfill it. The nice thing is, once you bring it back, it doesn't hurt anymore. When it's in separation, when you're in separation with yourself, it hurts. When you bring that part of you back to yourself, pain's gone. It's gone. And those are the fringe benefits, as they call them, that happen. As you truly do the spiritual work, any mental, emotional, physical, whatever that go on that cause a lot of pain and separation, as you really reclaim these things, a lot of the times those things will just drop away. The suffering that goes with it. Some things are quick. Some things take a while. And yeah, if it's some of those karmic lifelong things that are dealing with the body, sometimes those go on the last breath. But until then, you're reclaiming bit by bit by bit until that day. Don't just think this is going to happen magically. You can sit around and do nothing and God will do it for you. That's not how this pathway works. That's not how life works. And anybody or any pathway that tries to tell you differently, good luck. But check them out so you find out for yourself. The nice thing is, though, when you start really doing this, you'll start to see how simple and easy it is. It's not hard work. It's literally as easy as saying, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, I love myself. Oh, my God, look at that. That dark part that I judged and feared so long. Oh, yeah, I love myself. That's literally all we're doing. We just have to be willing to look at it and reclaim it. That's it.